0: Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my world. I'm yours, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, March 30th. We are here live. We're going to open phone lines right now, so start dialing. It is a destination health day today. We are going to do uh, at least an hour of destination health. We'll see how the calls go towards the end. Still broadcasting to a smaller number, so Without breaks, we get to a lot of calls during the hour, but I will tell you this, start dialing right now. Lines are open and you will get through. It is a destination health day today. Health questions only. Uh, To give you an idea of what's going on the rest of the week, tomorrow we will be bringing in rolling tow for the hour. And Friday we're working on uh, an episode of Trucking, Technology and efficiency with John and Joel. So that's the plan for the week. We're actually giving you one hour of each of the segments. And uh, phone lines are open, so start calling. I've got a couple things I want to talk about, and then we're going to get to the calls. Looks like they're starting to come in. So if you want to join us, jump in and dial right now. The number, 855-950-3835. 855 855-950- 950 Three, eight, three, five. We are going to uh get to those calls here in just a little bit. So a couple things I left the house, got on the road about a month ago, and I did a couple things different, and I did what I normally recommend when somebody calls me. Start a new diet, don't focus on supplements, focus on the food. So what I started when I left was the diet that I'm working on, fermented carnivore. And just a quick recap, carnivore is simple. Carnivore means only eating animal products. So if we are doing a true carnivore diet, we eat nothing but animal products. So that means fish, meat of any kind, any animal, any bird, whatever, anything with a face, Um, we can eat it. That also includes eggs and dairy because they come from animal products. So all the dairy products, yogurt, whatever. On fermented carnivore, you can eat as much carnivore food as you want, as often as you want. You'll find that you don't eat very much. Um, I like to lean towards fattier cuts when I do carnivore so that I don't overdo the protein. I want to make sure I get enough fat, so I really tend to lean towards fattier cuts. Uh, eggs add some good fat in there. Certainly butter adds good fat. Butter is a product that comes from animals. So all the carnivore you want, and then all of the fermented foods you want. And fermented foods can really stretch across a pretty wide variety. The one thing I haven't worked on yet that I'm going to start is possibly fermenting meat and fish. We do have the fermented beef sticks in the store. The Paleo Valley beef sticks are fermented. So you can ferment meat. You can ferment fish. Many cultures do. Uh, It tends to freak people out a little more than, you know, fermented vegetables or yogurt or kefir or kombucha. All of those foods are fermented, so this opens up a pretty nice variety to add to carnivore, which is my problem with carnivore. I get really bored with it. I feel good. The more meat and animal products I eat, the better I feel. The fewer plants I eat, I tend to feel better and better. But I, I, one, I want to feed our gut microbiome as much as possible. I think that is still going to be one of the keys to advancing our health even further than we have so far. So everything fermented will feed our gut bacteria, whether we do ferment fish and meat or vegetables or dairy, or there are other things we can ferment as well. Um, I ferment a lot of condiments. You can make fermented mayonnaise. You can make fermented salsa. I, I make gallons of fermented salsa in the summertime when the garden's cranky. Uh, fermented guacamole fermented barbecue sauce fermented hot sauce uh i've been playing around with a lot of that so the other thing that i did though when i started eating this way just like i tell many callers let's not worry about supplements let's see what we can do with just food even the supplements i know i should be taking every day i stopped for 30 days i wanted to see the results so the results are kind of mixed in, in a good way, though. I think we're, we're I'm learning something about this. The first two to three weeks of fermented carnivore with no supplements, I felt fantastic. It was an improvement. I wasn't trying to lose weight. I didn't necessarily want to lose weight, but I ended up losing about 10 pounds. I uh, got down close to almost 140 again for a little while, which is about the lowest I've gone. Um, really leaned out. Um, I don't have much inflammation. I never have. I test mine, you know, four times a year. But it felt like I had even less. I wasn't doing these supplements that I know I need to. Vitamin D, I absolutely have to take, but I quit. wanted to see what's going to happen. Light balance, which I've taken since we started this eight years ago. I quit that. Uh, the cardio miracle I was taking every day, and I quit that. So what I'm going to do now, I'm working on a challenge. It's going to be a 30-day challenge. So I'm going to take everything I've learned from eating fermented carnivore. I'll share some recipes, some ideas on how to eat. And I'm going to add back in the supplements now. And also, the other thing I quit because I just really wanted to get a, a clean read on what the diet alone was going to change. I also quit everything in the Stress Busters protocol for the last 30 days. So I haven't taken any supplements. I haven't, taken, uh, haven't been doing any of the Stress Buster protocols. Not the breathing, not the cold showers, not the X3 bar, not the infrared and, uh, and red light therapy haven't done any of it. I'm starting to think this week. Now, part of it could be the stress of the truck show, um, traveling again, had a breakdown in there. There was a lot going on. Had a couple late nights where I really didn't get to to bed very early. I'm starting to feel this week like I'm, I'm paying a little bit of a price for not doing the supplements and the stress buster protocol. Starting to feel uh, like I need to get back into that. So now I will continue eating fermented carnivore. I'm not going to change anything about my diet at all, but I'm going to add back in four supplements. Uh, Three I know. One I haven't exactly figured out my strategy or anything. I'm going to work on it today. So the four supplements I'm going to put back in, two of them I've been taking forever, absolutely recommend them every day and that is light balance and vitamin D. Now I was a little surprised, the first couple of weeks without the light balance, I had no um, no muscle cramping. And that's normally what I see. When I drop the light balance, I'll notice when I'm working out or um, stretching, I'll notice my, my feet sometimes tend to want to cramp up. That's a, a mineral imbalance. So the first, actually almost three weeks, I didn't feel any of that at all. And I thought, well, that's interesting. When I go hardcore keto without light balance within three or four days, I'll start getting the muscle cramps back. And we've said, I don't know why, um, but we know the light balance works. I just started noticing. I'm a month into this. Today, I actually started doing some of the breathing and a little bit of stretching this morning, and I started to feel a little bit of muscle cramping. So, We're going to go back to the vitamin D. I have to have that every day. Uh, Even in the summertime, I can just drop the dose some. Light balance every day. And the new supplement that I started taking every day a couple months ago and really miss is the Cardio Miracle. So, you know, the, the Cardio Miracle, one really good for our heart, for our blood pressure, for cardiovascular system but I really believe it's also the supplement that I really feel best on taking every day. And it's an easier one for me to take every day because it's a powder and you put it in a liquid. So it does two things for me. There's a lot of nutrients in there, a lot of really good nutrients. And that's also why it's a powder and why you use so much of it and use it twice a day. Because with all those nutrients, I've told people, Skip the multivitamin. There's no way they got all that stuff in there. And if they did, it's the worst quality. And that's the problem with trying to take multis. Several supplements is is usually just the quantity. So powders work well. Cardio Miracle is an excellent everyday supplement. Two scoops a day, one in the morning, one at night. That also helps me keep my hydration up. Because I get busy, I just don't think about drinking as much water as I should. But once I get into the habit of um, doing the cardio miracle once in the morning, once at night, that's another, you know, 24 to 30 more ounces of water every day that I wasn't getting. So it's helping with my hydration. And I've noticed since I stopped doing the cardio miracle, I find myself dehydrated more often. And it's just because I'm not drinking enough. So any habit that gets me to drink more water and then I get all those nutrients in the Cardio Miracle really helps. Now, those three I've decided. Light balance, vitamin D, Cardio Miracle. I'm going to continue with the fermented carnivore. I'm going to add all the stress busters back in. And the other supplement I'm going to add, but I just haven't figured out my strategy yet, the Ancestral Supplements. They are all the freeze-dried organs, so liver, brain, lungs, there's all kinds of them. That's why I'm not sure what my strategy is going to be around ancestral yet. Um, I may even create a mix in there somewhere where I'm doing three or four different ancestral. The the way I think of ancestral supplements, it's food. That's not a certainly not a drug. It's not what we would typically refer to as a supplement because it's really just freeze-dried organ meats. There's nothing else in there. It's as close as you're going to get to eating all of those organ meats as possible. I'm thinking off the top of my head if if I only do two, and I may only do two, um, I may do an adrenal and liver. Liver's got to be in there somewhere. Liver's just uh, way too nutritious not to have in the mix. So we're probably, I say we, cause I haven't even really talked about this with the team yet. We're probably going to do some sort of a formal challenge where you can join us. We'll create a, a group and a, a course, not, we're not going to go in depth. It's going to be a little informal. Um, not going to be a lot of money, but I think we'll run this as a challenge. I'd love to get some people to join me in this and, uh, if I had to say right now, where everything I've learned in the last eight years of doing this, working with people doing this, I really believe that what I'm about to do on a 30-day challenge is as good as we could possibly live. I I just don't know that we could add much more to this right now. We're always learning, always want to learn. But this is kind of like, for me, This is like the ultimate reset. There's eight years of learning, working with people, reading, studying, testing things. What now do I believe is the best way for us to live and be healthy? And this is it. I think if we all do these things every day, I think we're going to be shocked at the levels of health we're able to achieve. So I wanted to give you a heads up on that. I would like to be able to launch this within the next two weeks, um, but I know the team already has a lot going on. So, a- again, this this isn't going to be a big, formal, full-blown program. We'll probably just throw a quick package together, uh, say here's our start date. We'll put a group up on HealthyTribe.com and uh, give you the list of the supplements, some recipes, the foods we should be eating, um, the Stress Busters protocols are already available, And we'll probably do, I'm thinking out loud here, probably do maybe a one-week check-in, once a week check-in, maybe even twice. That's only 30 days. Maybe we'll do a a twice-a-week check-in, a quick uh, Zoom call or live session on Healthy Tribe just to go over results with everybody and answer any questions as we go along. So if you're looking for... something to kind of turn around your health or maybe jumpstart things or maybe you've been eating really healthy for eight years like I have and you want to know what the next level is. That's what we're shooting for here. I think I have the next level now. And now it's time to test it on a on a bigger scale, not just myself. All right. Um, I had a couple other things that, you know, our calls are starting to come in. It is Destination Health Day. We're going to do at least an hour of calls and questions. And if there's enough calls, we may go longer today. There's some things I want to get to, but uh, if there's calls, we'll probably keep going, um, maybe do a bonus. So line them up. Here's the number. Call right now. I promise you'll get in, 855-950-3835. We are going to get started today in... Texas. Paul, welcome to the program.
1: Howdy. There's a couple hold of things
0: on. I learned. Hey, 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 Paul, hold on one second. Yep. I, uh... Let's try that again. Say howdy again. Howdy. There Can we go. There?
1: Now hey, I got you on busy. the right line. Uh, uh, um, there's a couple of things I learned at the truck show. I think I'm in the top 20% health-wise of truck drivers in this country. And 80% I would you so are so out of shape you don't even know it. So.
0: I would venture to say you're at least in the top twenty percent in the entire industry. If we were to break it down to, you're a couple days over fifty, right?
1: Yeah, I'll be fifty-seven this year.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. If we were to break it down into no, I'll decades, I'll be
1: fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Oh, there you. My bad. Uh, See, I'm losing my mind already. <laughs> well, we got to
0: work on that. We'll have to work on that. Um, if we were to break it down in decades and threw you in the group 50 to 60-year-olds, I'll bet you might end up in the top 5%. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I, Friday, I did a lot of walking. I walked from Papa John's lot and walked around the show all day. I didn't sit down for at least twelve hours from when I got out of bed and then we Mark and I we went into the into Louisville, went to a restaurant and then came back and then I walked from the the truck show back to Papa John's lot again. Then Saturday when I started walking back up there the shuttle bus was right at the stop and it's like, I'll jump on the bus. But I walked around all day Saturday and then looked at the show trucks and then walked back to the Papa John's lot and then met up with a bunch of my New Zealand buddies and we went out on the town and I didn't get to bed till about 3 o'clock Sunday morning. Slept till about 8.30 and then I drove up to Seymour, Indiana and the Walmart's about one and a half miles from the truck stop walked down there to get some groceries and walk back. Like I hadn't done enough walking in the previous two days. So. Yeah, exactly. I, I, slept, I slept really good on Sunday night. I slept for nearly 10 hours. Had to wake up to awesome. pee, but went straight back to sleep. And then I got up Monday and just carried on like like normal. So I wasn't feeling so, any aches and pains, but yeah.
0: Well, and, and you know, again, you, I know there's you know, offends people, but you look like a normal, healthy human being as well. You know, I've said people don't even look human anymore. You know, you go back and look at, you know, Native tribes, Native American, many tribes around the world that lived much more hunter-gatherer lifestyles, and they they had a a, a look. Um, Their jaws were bigger. We've lost a lot of that. We can't really – it'll take us generations to ever change that again if we can – um, but just, but body shape, everything, it's just, you look around and people do not look like normal, healthy human beings anymore. And unfortunately yeah. at a truck show, it's even worse. And you're right. Yeah. It, you notice it when you start paying attention, you look around and you go, wow, this this is actually a little scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, for me, I look at it and go, holy cow, I have job security for an awful long time. There's a lot yeah, of people right here on. that, that need yeah. what we are doing. Um, and it's working. That's the good news. Now, how do we get it out there? How do we reach more people? How do we convince them that it's worth it? But I- I'll tell you the other thing that I'm noticing on this trip. Uh, I'm back with my own family. I'm the youngest of seven, and we don't have good genes. Or, it- it- And genes are a part of it, but only a small part. We haven't had good, healthy nutrition for a couple generations, and you can tell. My grandparents died fairly young. My parents died relatively young. Um, I have, I've already lost a sister. Um, she was yep. 17 years older than I am. She lived a horribly unhealthy lifestyle, though. So now yeah. I'm back here, and uh, you know, I'm really enjoying spending time with my family and helping them see this. And they're, they're really taking to it this time. Um, and, and the results are pretty incredible. Just like we always see, you know, diabetes yeah. numbers go down, no medications, weight loss starts, all the things we always see. But it's even, I, I love doing it no matter who the person is. I love helping people with this. But I have to say, if it's my family, it's even more important. More and important it feels yeah. even better to be able to help my family. They, they've, you know, helped me my whole life. So um, it, it feels good. And also I'm some, yeah. yeah, some friends. You know, I'm back in the area where I went to school my whole life, so I have ran into a yeah. couple friends, and, and the same thing, helping them. More and more people seem to be open to this now, and, and that's a yeah. good thing. I hope that trend continues. They're asking questions. They want to know. They're willing to try things that just a couple of years ago, they weren't all that willing to try. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm encouraged by that, and I'm also encouraged by – um a lot of what I'm learning now, the, the really kind of tweaking and finding the absolute best. So now I want to do some testing with that. I, I've got a question for you, though. When did you yep. move to the U.S.?
1: January the 17th, 2000.
0: Okay, so you were in your 30s, is that right?
1: 35. Yep.
0: You were 35, okay. So what was your diet like? I, I have this impression of... New Zealand. And one of them is that New Zealand is always, as far as I know, their entire cattle industry over there raises cows the way they're supposed to be raised. It, New Zealand yeah, is solid, like.
1: Aiden Gross. Yeah.
0: Yeah, New Zealand is like an example for the whole world of how we should raise our animals. So Joel Salatin yeah. even went over there, I believe, and, and trained. It was either Joel or. Uh, the other guy, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but I remember reading the first couple of books, and they talked a lot about New Zealand and how they went over there to learn, you know, more regenerative farming. So I realized New Zealand was a an industrialized nation while you were growing up, same time I was. So you probably had all the breakfast cereal and all the processed foods, and the canned goods became popular. But I have a feeling that if we were to compare your diet growing up to most people in the U.S., I'll bet yours was better.
1: I think so. Um, like a regular dinner time meal, you'd get your meat or chicken or whatever, but it wasn't well uncommon to have five vegetables on the plate. And then, uh, my parents were not really rich, and when I was a kid, if you got, you'd get a soda or pop drink at birthday, Christmas or Easter or something like that but it wasn't something that you drank every day and then I did have a I did have a a while there where the truck I drove I actually delivered Coca-Cola and you know the soft drink crap and so we get free soda so I started drinking more because I was getting it for free. And at one it, stage right. there, at one stage there, I was drinking a two-liter bottle of Coca-Cola every day. That's what I drank. But when I broke my back, which was 1991, that's when I quit drinking Coca-Cola because I was in the hospital. Um, I was riding, <clears throat> I was riding in a truck tire tube sliding down the ski slope. And it's great fun, but you cannot steer it. You cannot stop it. You're on for the ride to wherever you land or it tosses you off. Well, that's what happened. And I squished a vertebrae down to about one centimeter. Ouch. And when I was when I was in the hospital, uh, they'd come around, you want anything to drink? No, just bring me water. Oh, you want a Coke or you want a... raspberry cordial uh just bring me water you want anything to eat and i did not eat for seven days and they did surgery i got two six and a half inch steel rods and four screws holding me together um and on the eighth day when my parents came to visit me usual story, is there anything you want or anything you need and I said to my mother I said, I'd like pizza and she said that was the best thing I'd heard all week is because I wanted to eat something
0: good, yeah yeah, so
1: 15 days after I had that injury I walked out the door of that hospital and I was off work for four months and I was back driving a trunk Truck four months after i broke my back
0: yeah i i i believe that for the most part you didn't have the ideal diet because there was some processed food no. and we were eating more sugar and cereal and, and that kind of stuff but I, I think overall um america led the charge in the worst diet ever um i yeah. think at countries okay. like australia even great britain Uh, New Zealand. I think they were probably a year, maybe even a decade behind. You know, when we really got bad. Now, most of those countries now, even New Zealand um, and Australia, have horrible health numbers.
1: Yeah, Yeah. horrible
0: health numbers. Um, So there's there's no doubt. You know, the pattern is clear. The more processed food we ate, the more sugar we consumed, the more preservatives, the more non-real food the less healthy we get. I don't know that there's yeah. anybody left that could argue that, and yet our medical system still just ignores it.
1: Yeah, and uh, a, a couple other things I want to point out too. Maybe this is the reason I broke my back, I don't know. It was to get me to quit drinking soda, but the week after I broke my back, my father was two-pack-a-day cigarettes, unfiltered Pall Mall cigarettes, two-pack-a-day he quit smoking a week, uh, two. We- he quit smoking two days after I got back to New Zealand. He went to the convenience store because he ran out of cigarettes. And the guy, and he smoked two pack a day probably for 40 years. Every wow. childhood memory I got of my father, he always had a cigarette. Right. It was either stuck in his mouth or stuck between his fingers. And his fingers on both hands were nicotine stained brown. I'm sure. He would- yeah. He went to the convenience store and he said two pack of Paul Mall plain and the guy looked up and he says I don't have any of them but I'll give you the filtered ones at the same price. And my father says I don't need them anymore and he quit cold turkey.
0: That's awesome. Seriously. And he was that yeah. He was
1: 62. Wow.
0: When
1: when he quit smoking and he lived to be 85 and a half. So yeah.
0: That's pretty impressive for a two pack a day habit for 40 years. That, that's, it, yeah. it, you know what it tells us? It tells us how amazing the human body is. And, again, I have to believe that your father, growing up in New Zealand during his time, probably had a pretty damn good diet.
1: Yeah, well, he was born in 1929. so
0: Right. He, no processed yeah. food. They were farming correctly. Yep. Yeah. That's So let's think about that. He ab- horribly abused his body for 40 years, 40 yep. cigarettes a day. Like you said, to smoke 40 cigarettes a day. It's all, all day. There's almost no break in there anywhere. Yeah. So he was inhaling more smoke than he was oxygen during the day for 40 Probably. years, and he still yeah. lived to be 85. Try that today. Somebody wouldn't make yeah. it 15 years, I'll bet. If that, after 10, they'd probably be a wreck. I, I'm yeah. looking around again at at people I know um, now that I'm back here in this area, and I'm just shocked by all the diseases they have, um, all the yeah. drugs they're on. And you know what? To them, it's just normal. This has become yeah. so normal. And yeah, it's, it, it's crazy.
1: For six months, for six months after he quit smoking, probably six months, maybe even longer, he he coughed. It sounds like he was coughing up his lungs at times, and was like, I'll it bet. was terrible. But eventually, it stopped. But I guess yeah, he's just I, getting rid of all that crap. But
0: that's uh, the amazing then, thing about our body.
1: So, uh, just one other thing, I found out at the truck show radio makes me sound taller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had, yeah,
0: that's. <laughs> yeah you and i both everybody comes up to me yeah. when they meet me for the first time there they all it's so common for them to say to say the same thing oh yeah, well, I, I thought I, you were much yeah. taller
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, well on the radio i am yeah, yeah
1: so. yep so. yeah you I'll, and me I'll both all on. right
0: carry on good stuff we're uh we are going to head off to arizona mark welcome to the program
2: Hey, thanks, Kevin. Uh, still got that uh, uh, RV spot for you to come out and run against that uh, congressman to put us out here.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. The one, <laughs> you just have to establish some
2: residency. Out,
0: yeah, the one thing I have figured out on this trip, I either need to make up my mind and just replace these batteries, or I basically have to stay plugged in. Um, okay. I, you know what? It didn't dawn on me that. As my batteries were starting to go dead, and I knew this was probably the year. I just haven't figured out if I want to try going all the way to, like, a Tesla wall. Thought about modifying this to put a Tesla wall in here and some solar. But I'm not ready because we just have too much other stuff going on right now. And I thought, well, no big deal. I'll just leave those batteries, and I'll run off the generator. Um, You know what? I just had an idea, though. Part of the problem is my batteries are drawing so much and I talked about this the other day. I just forgot to go do it. I think I can go down underneath and actually turn the chargers off on my inverter chargers. That way, because what's happening is when my generator's running, the batteries are pulling so much voltage trying to charge that I'm getting weird voltage issues in other places. But I'll bet if wow. I just go turn the chargers off, okay. I might be okay. I'm going to have to work on that later. Thank you for reminding me about that. Good deal. Um, I sent
2: in some uh, blood samples for two years, twenty-one and twenty-two. There for cholesterol numbers. We were going to yeah. go over them a couple of weeks ago. See if you still see if he came up
0: for you. Yeah, I've got them here. So, if, if I had to guess, um, the early numbers were basically standard American diet, right? Uh, twenty-one. And
2: that was about six months into the giving up the, uh, standard American diet and
0: eating as healthy as possible. Okay. And yeah. were you losing weight during that time still? Yeah, I dumped, I dumped 30 pounds in like
2: six months and I've leveled off since that for a year. I've stayed right at the 30 pound limit and I'm okay with it. Uh, a lot of stress, a lot of, uh, outside issues were happening, but, uh, I'm okay with that thirty pounds. I I'd like to lose some more, but um, the doctor wanted to first thing that when they had those new samples from twenty two, the ones in I think a couple of weeks ago, first thing he said he said you need to go on the statins, and I told him no, I'm not going to do the statin drugs. I've I've already heard too much about them, you know.
0: Well, and here's the thing: we can talk about cholesterol. I tell people most of the time in the beginning, just ignore it. There are so many yeah. other markers of our health that are more important. When you make a dietary change, your cholesterol is going to be all over the board for a while. So I tell people, look, right. don't focus on cholesterol. And many times, that that's what prompted them to change their eating habits. Their doctor says, oh, look, you're going to die of a heart attack. You better take the statin. Then they decide yeah. they want to change how they eat. And I just tell them, look, ignore cholesterol. Uh, it okay. is... Yeah, but I'm going to take a guess based on your new numbers. I'm going to guess that you're eating what we would probably call a dirty keto. Exactly, exactly. Okay. No
2: no sugars, no wheats, no grains. Uh, try to be carnivore as much as possible, an avocado now and then, and maybe a salad once in a while, too but no okay. sugars and none of none of the, none of the, so I've never been a soda drinker and I do um, the NDK coffee in the morning, of course, and then I've added, uh, of course, I had no gallbladder either, so I've added the bile salts and, uh, of course, a probiotic at night and then the iron, uh, the iron supplement in the morning. Uh, what what iron supplement? I gave, oh, which one is it? The one in your
0: store,
2: if you'd say it, I,
0: I, I would. An iron supplement in our store?
2: Yeah, the copper one. The copper,
0: okay, copper zinc, I'm sorry. Okay. The copper, oh, yeah, yeah you, that one. Yeah. You had me confused yep. because I don't yeah, recommend sorry. iron. Yeah. yeah, I don't recommend right, iron right. supplementation I, for anybody.
1: Exactly. Uh, sorry about
0: that. No, that's yeah. okay. That, that makes more sense. sense. There. Copper zinc is yep. an excellent supplement yep. to be taken right, right. now. No doubt. Right. So and, um, how often do you eat at restaurants or out fast food, that kind of stuff? Uh, just twice a week I'll stop
2: there and have uh, – usually I'll have breakfast or dinner. The safest okay. thing I think I can so, have,
0: you know. Yeah. yeah, and I say eat dinner for breakfast if you want. Um, <laughs> how? What about the quality of the meat you eat the rest of the time? Is it pastured or just basically whatever you can get whenever you can get it? Yeah, just whatever. Okay. A rib so, and, and, yeah.
2: No, I didn't know any of up.
0: that when I said, right. looking at your numbers, I'm going to guess that you moved from the standard American diet to dirty keto. Dirty keto meaning you're you're eating in restaurants, which we can still get a lot of benefits. I'm not saying that any of this is bad. It's a huge improvement, but I can tell in cholesterol numbers when somebody's eating a really clean carnivore or keto or paleo diet, or whether they're eating a more dirty version. The only difference that we we probably believe is long-term. Um, short-term, you get all the same results. I mean, dirty keto and clean keto, dirty carnivore, clean carnivore, the the early results are all the same. Your inflammation goes away, your blood pressure usually gets under control, your blood sugar definitely gets under control, Um, The one place we see a difference is in the cholesterol numbers. So your cholesterol numbers are way better than they were before. Your ratios are all actually good. None of them are ideal, but they're all good. None of them are poor or fair. So this was a huge improvement. I'm glad you're not going to take the statin. It doesn't do anything anyway other than lower the numbers. It doesn't change your health outcome, and the side effects are horrendous. So good choice there and at this point if you want to continue getting healthier you would have to focus on that food quality okay
2: i, I was really happy with the number of the triglycerides oh, yeah. we had talked earlier my triglycerides triglycer dropped a bunch if you look on there yeah, yeah and, and i think you that's went from,
0: from the... uh let's see what were you um what was your triglycerides earlier? I thought I wrote that down.
2: Way over 100, and now they're down in the 80s, I
0: think it was. I'd have to pull it up. Uh, 104 on the note that I wrote. Right. Okay. Okay, right. And, right. and your – now, the one thing I will say, your doctor, whether you – did you ask your doctor for a particle size test? Yeah,
2: and he, that's on there, too. I wrote I wrote those down and gave her those particle sizes. Right. They're on, not so, on the – yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was the right number that he gave me
0: they are they're they're not okay old. that that okay. is where we that is where we see the biggest difference between eating really clean carnivore or keto and eating more dirty, eating out more, eating more industrial meat. We see it in that that l d l particle size you that's okay. a place you could improve. Quite a bit, probably. Okay. In fact, if I had to pick what's worst about your cholesterol, it would be your, be your particle size. You have a lot of small, okay. dense LDL. That's not what we want. Okay. And diet, diet will be the, the main fix for that? It's the only fix, really. The only fix it, for? It, it, okay. It's the only fix. You okay. you improve cool. the quality of your meat and fat. Cool.
2: Okay. Thanks for the hey. help, Kevin, again. you more. You're welcome. Or to go for and i the, the gentleman was talking earlier about that smoking i uh i gave up i gave up smoking eight years ago three packs a day and busted into the fourth one and i'm lucky i'm wow. still alive but that, it was the wow. hardest thing i've ever done in my life i did it with a with uh a, nic- a nicotine supplement. you know chewing the nicotine nicotine gum but sure. then I ended up getting addicted to the Nicorette gum, and the Nicorette gum coming off of that was like a heroin addict coming off because of, it was just direct nicotine into you. But it got me off of the the carbon, you know, the the bad exactly. stuff in the cigarettes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'd much so rather it deal is, with a, a, a pure nicotine addiction yeah. than a nicotine oh. addiction that's delivered with a bunch of smoke and chemicals.
2: Oh, and it hurt. It hurt I'll coming bet. off the gum, yeah, but I'll bet. Uh, you know. It was a it was a mental part, you know, and anybody out there trying to quit, it is it is possible. It is Got possible and, and it's the best thing you'll ever do with your life
0: and then changing well, you your know, diet too. You yeah, know. Yeah, the fact that you quit smoking and change your diet is huge. I, I again I'm yeah, looking around yeah. at people I haven't seen in a long time but I know well and I'm looking at them and I'm going, Wow, their lifestyle has really, really taking a toll. Yes, yes, you can see it. You can see yeah. it for sure. Do you have any
2: any help with any skin cancer
0: issues? Uh, you know, nothing specific. We, we still don't know a, 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 as much about cancer as we should. I mean, think about this. The whole time I can remember, my entire life, the American Cancer Society has been around. They collect... Yeah. Millions, if not tens of millions or more in in donations, government funds. They've been doing it for decades. Why do we still know almost nothing about cancer when it comes right down to it? Something's wrong with that. Something's really wrong with that. So we don't know as much as we should know. My best advice for cancer is the same advice I have for everything else. Live the healthiest lifestyle you can possibly live. Eat the right foods. If we're missing a nutrient, take a supplement. Get outside in the sunshine. Certainly don't avoid the sunshine because we're worried about skin cancer. Don't use sunscreen. There's a big one. Wow. I think sunscreen wow. probably makes skin cancer worse because it allows us to stay out in the sun all day. That's not natural. I can't stay out in the sun all day. I'd be, I'd be in the emergency room by the end of the day with third-degree burns. I have very fair skin that that, I'm serious. I could end up in the hospital if I spent too much time out in the sun. But sunscreen allows me to do that. I don't think that's right. Plus, we're smearing a bunch of chemicals all over the biggest organ in our body, our skin. Yes. So get out in the sun, but let your body regulate it. Without sunscreen, your body will tell you exactly when you're starting to get too much. Your pain. Exactly, you'll you'll start to feel it that's our natural warning that hey something that's really healthy for you in in this dose sunshine you're getting to the point where this may not be as healthy it doesn't feel so good anymore so when we pay attention to our own body um, I probably would also recommend some um, infrared red light therapy Hmm. never heard of that well we have the infrared sauna blanket in our store and yeah. that is that is far infrared, which penetrates pretty deep into the skin. Uh, it's good for detox. It's good for our skin itself. Um, I chose that because that's easier to use in the truck, and we get the benefits of both the sauna and the infrared. But I also am testing an infrared red light therapy device. It's not hot at all. It's just a a panel of lights, and it's not far-infrared. It's near-infrared. Near-infrared is actually better for our skin. So I'm testing that. I don't know if this is ever going to be really easy to do in the truck because the lights are kind of big and bulky, Um, but it's something that, you know, for drivers who get home more often or if they do have space on the truck and they think they could do it, you can even buy some pretty small lights the problem with the smaller lights is they only shine on a small part of your body and you have to keep moving it around. Whereas if you have a yeah. nice big light you can do, you know, twenty minutes your whole body in front of the light and you you know, you get all the benefits. So um that's one of the newer technologies that I'm testing right now. Beautiful stuff. Thanks again for all the
1: help, Kevin.
0: You're welcome. And Thanks I, for the call. I don't continue oh continue on with uh with everything you're doing, you're on the right track. Let's go to Virginia. Daryl, welcome to the program. Ooh, let me try that again.
3: There at we go. The truck Good morning, Kevin. <clears throat> Pardon me. I met you at the truck show, and you probably don't remember me, but I talked to you about I am on the statins, uh, cholesterol, all that. I have no idea where to start. And I want to start living a healthier lifestyle. Excellent. I'm 54 I'm 54 years old. I've had cancer. I've had stents put in because of my cholesterol. Please help me. I have no idea where to begin.
0: Okay. Uh, how much are you willing to do?
3: Well, the problem is I'm a very picky eater. So that's going to be one of the biggest hurdles that I have to Tell
0: face. Tell me... Tell me the top 3 foods you love to eat and the top 3 foods that you would never put in your mouth.
3: Top 3 would be a hamburger, steak, and chicken. Okay. Uh, yogurt. Yogurt I despise. I just don't Got like it. the texture. Uh I've tried avocados. I don't like them. And anything okay. with that kind of texture is Got it. You don't like smooth and creamy. It's hard for creamy. me to Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Anything else you just despise?
3: No, not really. I love vegetables. I just don't get enough of them.
0: Well, maybe you do.
3: We're we're not. You're not going to hear
0: me, you know, praise vegetables up one side and down the other the way we have for years. They're not that healthy. We first, you know, we had to convince people that fruit shouldn't be in your diet at all. If you are going to eat fruit, it should be considered dessert, and it should be considered a treat, and it should only happen once in a while. And that's only if you're metabolically healthy, which you're not. We know you're not. You've been eating the standard American diet for 54 years. You are horribly unhealthy metabolically. So fruit is just off Mm -hmm. the table. And vegetables, uh, if they're fermented, yeah, we're going to do a lot more of those. You're not going to hear me say, oh, you should sit down and eat a big salad. It's not nearly as healthy as we've been taught. So when I hear you say the foods you love were all meat, um, Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. We're moving more and more carnivore all the time. After eight years, we have found the less vegetables, the less plants that are in somebody's diet, usually the better their health outcomes are. We look at plants more as medicine sometimes. There are some plants with certain compounds that maybe we do consume to fix certain problems, the way we might use a drug or a supplement. But as far as having a ton of vegetables in your diet, I don't believe it's necessary for health. I'm not even sure that it is the healthiest way to eat. In fact, I'm almost convinced it's not, that we should probably limit the number of plants in our diet. And we should pick and choose okay. the ones that are least problematic. So why would a okay. vegetable be problematic? Well, do you ever know anybody that suffered with kidney stones and gallstones? Yes, they're fairly common these days. Those come from oxalates. Oxalates come from things like kale. Weren't we calling kale the superfood for like the last five years? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, not not so much spinach. Yeah, Not so much, a lot of oxalates, um, and oxalates cause those stones. That That's a problem. So there's a clear path to where it was actually plant food causing a problem. When we look at meat and animal products, they don't cause any problems in our health, none. We, we really can't link any issue of any kind health-wise to animal products. And yet we've vilified them for years now, decades, and we keep saying how healthy vegetables are. Well, if we've been saying that for decades, look around. It's not working. Nobody's healthier than they were 10 or 20 years ago. They're much unhealthier. As a population, we're unhealthier. So we've been questioning all of the dietary advice for years, and now I think we're down to the last one. Are vegetables really healthy, and do we need them in our diet, and how many do we need? And I think the answer is going to be not many, not not the way we've focused on it. So I think your timing is right. If you're ready to make a change, um, why not start getting prepared? And I said I'd like to launch my, uh, my, my fermented carnivore challenge here in the next week or two. Uh-huh. Why not join me for 30 days on that?
3: Okay. Uh, I'd be up for that.
0: We're going to eat a lot of
3: meat, when you...
0: a lot of eggs, okay. a lot of dairy, and a lot of fermented foods, fermented vegetables. I know for you, yogurt's out. That's fine. We eat lots of fermented vegetables. We can do kombuchas, kefir. Um, we've got other options for fermented, and that really I'm – my theory now is This will be the ultimate human diet in today's world. What is the easiest way for us to eat as healthy as possible in today's world? Now, the beauty of this for truck drivers, meat and fermented vegetables, if we process them properly, which isn't hard, don't require refrigeration. We can all of our own meats. That no longer requires refrigeration. We have cooked, canned, high-quality meat that we can take in the truck, and we don't need a refrigerator. When we ferment our vegetables, doesn't need to be refrigerated. And those two foods, meat, fermented vegetables, should be the basis of your entire diet. So now not only have we made it as healthy as possible for every human being, we've made it as convenient as possible for truck drivers. Now you control your food quality, your food cost, and your health. I, I just don't know how we're going to make it much better than this.
3: Okay. When when you say fermented, that's pretty much drying it out. Is that correct?
0: No, that's dehydrated. Very, very different. Okay. That is dehydration. Right. When we take a, a food and we put it in a dehydrator and we pull all the moisture out of it, that is one way to preserve food, yes fermentation what we're doing in fermentation is we want to grow good bacteria and the interesting thing is the good bacteria is good for our health when we eat those foods but it's also the good bacteria that preserves them if you pick a okay. cucumber out of the garden um and you stick it in the refrigerator how long do you think it's going to last a week maybe two Now, when you get them from the grocery Mm -hmm. store, they might last a month, but those are franken vegetables. Um, I was shocked when I started growing my own. They don't last very long. That's actually a good thing. Um, That's the way it should be. But if I take that same cucumber and I put it in a brine of just plain water and salt. Now, we use good quality salt, not that garbage table salt, Morton's, a good sea salt, pink salt, gray salt. Sea salt, kosher salt works. Uh, When we put that vegetable in a brine of plain water and salt, two tablespoons salt, one quart of water, now that pickle might last me eight months in the refrigerator. It will probably last me a good two months not refrigerated. And when I say last, I don't mean that it's going to spoil. You could leave it out of the refrigerator for six months. It's not going to spoil, but it'll get soft. It, it'll continue to ferment, and the acid will continue to break down the food, and it'll start to get soft and mushy. It might even get some off flavors, but the ability to take a month's worth of food in the truck with no refrigerator is now actually pretty easy.
3: Okay, and that's a that's a big problem for me and my truck is my fridge is so small, so Correct. it limits what I can take from home. It Almost so, everybody yes, in the truck
0: has that, that issue, right? Almost everybody in the truck, unless you got a big, giant sleeper and a residential refrigerator in there, which is pretty rare. um, Everybody has this Mm -hmm. problem, and that's been their excuse. Well, uh, how can I eat good? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Now, it it requires a little bit of investment, a little bit of learning, and a little bit of work. But we have videos on our site on how to ferment. We have videos on our site on how to pressure can. So you you are going to have to buy a pressure canner to can your meat. But now we have total Mm -hmm. control over our meat. We can buy the very best quality, have it shipped right to our house, can it, and I can can in one afternoon. I can can easily 34 pints of meat. When I'm on the road, a pint of meat is two meals for me. I can't eat a pint of meat at one time. So I'll open up a pint. I'll take half out, dump it in a bowl. It's already cooked. might be pulled smoked pork. It might be... Smoked turkey that I do at home. It might be shredded beef. It might be shredded chicken. Could be ground beef. Could be sausage. All of these meats you can can. You can even can them already seasoned. Like I'll can some ground beef with with my taco blend of seasoning so I can do Mexican kind of food right out of the jar. Um, We can even can Mm -hmm. whole meals like chili and and other things. And 34 pints in one afternoon. I now have 68 meals of meat in mm-hmm. one afternoon, and I completely control the quality.
3: Now, would would I be better off to buy my meat from a meat locker or like a Trader Joe's I, or a Wegmans? I, I don't or, know
0: what a meat locker is.
3: A meat locker is basically just a processing plant. Oh, No, we don't want to buy our meat from any
0: any of the places you just mentioned. We want to buy our meat directly from the farm. Okay. And we want to know that the farm is regenerative and raise their cows on pasture, their chickens should be on pasture, their pork should be forested, the seafood should all be wild caught. So, no, we don't want those conventional sources of meat that everybody else eats. That's the garbage stuff. We want meat from farms like Joel Salatin's, Polyface Farm from U.S. Wellness Meats. There are dozens and dozens of these farms around now that all ship.
3: Okay. So part of the – On your web? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say part part of the challenge coming up is that you'll have direction on all of this. Yeah, I'm going to create a group. Are you on HealthyTribe.com?
3: No, not yet. You need to be. But I will. Uh, Yeah, that's where
0: everything around health happens. All our recipes are there. Our videos are there. You can ask questions. I answer questions all day long on that site. We have members that are excellent at answering questions. That's the beauty of a social site like that. You don't have to wait for me to answer a question. Many times by the time I get to it, somebody's already answered. And if they were wrong, okay. I'll say, oh, you know, let, let's clean that up a little bit. Here's, here's what I think. Um, but it's also good to have those different opinions. Once we start this challenge within the next week or two, there will be a specific group and an area just on Healthy Tribe where we'll get together once or twice a week. We'll do some live stuff. I'll answer all these questions for you. You'll have the links. Here's all the places you can go to order good quality meat. Here's the pressure canner I recommend. You know, here are the fermenting jars and lids I recommend. So the beauty of this challenge, it's everything I've learned about health over the last eight years. Tweaked and and brought down to, the, you know, this is almost like our signature truck product. You know, years and years of learning about fuel mileage and maintenance, let's try to build it all into one truck. It's kind of what I'm doing, and this is this is my first time for this. Eight years, we've gone from paleo to keto to nutrient-dense keto to carnivore. Now, this idea of fermented carnivore and a couple of supplements, a couple of stress buster protocols thrown in there. This is what I believe is the healthiest possible way to live and eat as a human being in today's modern
3: world. Okay. And you said that's probably going to start in about a week?
0: two, probably, I'd like to start it in a week, but you know, our team will want to do ads and we've got some resources we'll need to put together. And and right now our team is swamped trying to get our, our network back up and running. So I I would say two weeks is probably more likely. In fact, I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to give us a little bit of extra time. I'm going to, I'm going to say we are going to start two weeks from this coming Monday. So it's actually a little more than two weeks. That will give us plenty of time. We won't have to rush. And it will also give people time to start thinking about, you know, can I get a pressure canner? Can I, will I have a day to can some meat? Can I get fermented vegetables going? So those are two things I would tell people right now. If you're interested in joining me in this challenge, keep in mind, it's going to be a lot of meat and a lot of fermented vegetables. You could go buy all of your meat if you want and, and not can it, if, if but you know it's a whole lot more convenient when it's cooked and canned on the truck. And you can buy fermented vegetables in almost every grocery store now. I get them delivered out here to the woods every day. I get kimchi, I get real pickles, I get uh, sauerkraut. So you don't have to prepare all this yourself. But if you want to get the absolute best results, then you should be pressure canning and fermenting. Oh, and with that, I just realized I've got to get out of here. We are all out of time. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. I'm Kevin Rutherford.